I'm glad you're here. If you found your way to this podcast, that probably means you're a mom or a caregiver of someone on the autism spectrum. I myself am a mom of a little boy on the autism spectrum. And it's funny because if someone asks me to introduce myself, regardless of where I'm at or what the you know circumstance is, I'm always going to say, oh, hi, I'm a mom. I, I've kind of lost some of my other identifiers as I've come on this journey of motherhood. And it's not just the autism journey, just the motherhood journey in itself. I've kind of gotten lost in it. And um, it's easy to do that, especially when it's what you have to think about 100% of the day. You don't get a rest. You don't get a break. But as an autism parent, we don't get the luxury of taking the breaks. And so that sometimes feels like all we are and all we've become is just just mom. Even if we have jobs, even if we have other activities that we do, sometimes it feels like I'm just a mom. And that can feel really lonely and isolating. It can also feel really lonely and isolating to just be an autism mom in general. I think that I personally have not felt any support from the people around me. I mean, it's understandable. A lot of people don't understand what autism means or how to approach it or even how to approach my kid. It's been a really isolating, hard few years. I've felt really lonely. I've had lots of tears, lots of anger, lots of jealousy and anxiety. And it's all brought me to this place of where I am now. And I finally have gotten to a place of like acceptance of who I am, who my child is, and what I can and can't expect from the life that we live. But it took a lot to come here and it took a lot to get here. And I wonder if I would have gotten here sooner or if I would have not had such a hard time if I would have had someone to guide me or even just make me feel like I wasn't alone in this world. My child, we're going to call him D in this podcast, is a hilarious, loving, silly four-year-old boy. He is so observational that even from the time that he was two, he knew how to get to his grandpa's house. He knows streets. He knows what I'm going the wrong way, which is sometimes a terrible thing because if I go the wrong way, then that's a meltdown. <laughs> he loves music. His favorite is Elvis and unfortunately also Young Gravy, which are two different opposite ends of the, the music, but that's okay. He loves what he loves and that's fine. He is my whole world and I wouldn't change him for anything. When he first got diagnosed or when we were having those thoughts that maybe he was on the autism spectrum I was scared I was scared of what was to come I grew up with a misunderstanding of the word autism and I feel like so many people have up to this point there was a stigma around it people demonized it it was the worst thing that could ever happen to a person it was like oh you know, that could give your kid autism, or that that person has autism. Like, let's stay away from them. Or, oh, you know, they're in the special program because they have autism, and that was never fair, and that was never right. And looking back, I wonder how he got there. Is, you know, just a fear 
of the word itself, a fear of, you know, the spectrum that it is. I don't know, but I can't even fathom thinking the thoughts that I thought back then now after knowing someone and loving one someone like so dearly who has autism. It's it's not scary. It's not terrible. It's not the worst thing that could happen to someone. It truly has made my child so unique. You know, he has all these friends that also have autism and not one of them is the same. You know, a lot of kids, I have a child who's also not on the autism spectrum and sometimes we say she's just like all her friends and just like all the other kids her age and I don't, I, w- I don't think I can ever say that about the child that I have on the autism spectrum. He is so unique and all of, his, all of his friends are so unique and they're all so funny and they all have such big personalities, even the ones who can't speak for themselves even the ones who use AAC devices, they still have such a personality and it's so funny and it's so fun to see. Dee was diagnosed at three, but we knew before then that there was something developmentally going on with him. I'll get into more of his early signs and getting the diagnosis in a later episode, but when we were at his assessment appointment, the psychologist came in and she, after she had done all her scores and She told us his diagnosis, and she said, how do you feel about that? And me and my husband looked at each other, and we almost shrugged. Like, it felt expected at that point. We had waited for so long to get his assessment. We had put him in some therapies. I used to work in child development. I know a lot about what is and isn't normal. And so I felt like... When I went there that day, I I was expecting the diagnosis. But it wasn't until I read the report later on when it was finished that it hit me a lot harder. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know what, you know, they were just laying it out as factual as they could. And for some reason, that was hard. That was really hard to read. I mean, when you see that you know, level three, severe global developmental delay. That's scary. That's a scary thing to read about your child. You think, are they ever going to have a normal life? And, you know, still, like, my my child's still little. I still have those fears. I still still worry about him, and I'm always going to worry about him. I'm always going to worry about both of my children. But I think that's one of the biggest, scariest things for us as parents is is my child's autism going to hold them back that they're never going to enjoy their lives? And that was how I felt at that moment. I was worried that he was never, not normal, because that's not fair, but I worried that he was going to be, you know, have a hard time in life, not be able to enjoy his life because he was so focused on, you know, catch playing catch up or just trying to, mask and be like everybody else but thus far he has made friends you know they get him and if somebody doesn't get him he's like meh I don't really need to hang out with you anyway and that's all I want for him for his whole life someone doesn't appreciate who he is and his uniqueness then I hope that he always has the courage to walk away 
getting ahead of myself, but I, I've been thinking about this podcast for a while because, you know, I did feel so alone for so long and I just want this podcast to feel like a sister talking to you, talking with you, who has gone through the same thing or is currently going through the same thing and can help guide you or even just share that they've been there too and that your feelings are valid and just join you in navigating this whole thing together because there's so much there's so much more than anybody can realize that goes into this whether it be the medical side the school side the therapy side the just getting through every single day side you know this shit's hard and it's not for the weak I may not reach you while we're on the same point in our journeys I mean my son is still young there's still a lot of time and our journeys may look very different they're they call it a spectrum for a reason and we have friends very close friends and their journey looks so different from ours even though our boys are the exact same age their journey is looking so different than ours but the commonalities that we all share in this parent of an autism spectrum child are so special we as parents are special we are strong brave and resilient and that can bring us together in a truly special way no matter our differences as they may be obviously this is a brand new podcast this is going to be a short one I just wanted to introduce myself throw myself out there and I have a lot of ground to cover and things that immediately came to my mind when I started scribbling down all the ideas that I had for this podcast which came out so quickly which I means I knew that I was exactly where I was supposed to be but I would love it if anyone who listens to this podcast has something that they'd like to talk about or hear about specifically I'm here for the conversation I'm here to listen to talk to converse I I want to be there for you you are amazing I'll see you next time I love you, Mommy.